Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. For five years on your new windows, visit windownation.com. I'm Butch Seltzer, W. T.O.P. traffic. And now let's go to 7 News First Alert meteorologist Mark Pena. A downright frigid start to your day out there. Temperatures are into the single digits and teens, but when you factor in the wind out there, some areas feel below zero. Now this is the end of the bitter coldness. Now we have a nice warm-up that will begin later on today. Still looking at highs around freezing, but that's about 5 to 7 degrees warmer than we saw on Saturday with lots of sunshine. I'm 7 News meteorologist Mark Pena in the First Alert Weather Center. And right now we've got 20 degrees in Rockville, 21 in Ashburn, and we're still hanging at 20 degrees outside the WTOP studios at 359. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Hello and good morning. I'm Rich Hunter. Coming up, temps in the teens and single digits overnight, wind chills near zero. What you need to know if you must go out in this weather also. Why thousands in D.C. are being urged to boil their water. I'm Dan Ronan. He keeps neighborhood sidewalks clear. So I used this uh, snow shovel with a giant wheel on it. I'm Dick Iuliano. A man went to prison for killing two local police officers. Now he's out early. I'm Grace Newton. Good morning. It's 4 a.m. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Christopher Cruz. He's picking up even more endorsements in the days before the New Hampshire primary. We! Donald Trump! South Carolina Senator Tim Scott delivering a major endorsement to former President Donald Trump. A slight to Nikki Haley, who appointed Scott to the Senate when she was governor of South Carolina. And I believe that New Hampshire is going to speak very loudly and clearly. It's the latest sign Republicans appear to be coalescing around the former president, who delivered a resounding victory in Iowa. CBS's Christian Benavides. There is relief from the cold on the way, but in the meantime, it's brutal just about everywhere in the lower 48. In northern Wisconsin, the wind chill is below zero, says reporter Bruce Marcus. Temperatures this weekend are harsh. If you even do anything at home, you got to cover up. We'd like to go snowshoeing, but in this weather, it's still a little bit brisk for that. It's brutal. And how do you keep warm when it's this cold? Shirts and flannels. A coat and some Ugg boots, gloves and a hat. For the third time since September, Congress has approved a stopgap spending bill. CBS's Scott McFarland says it will only last until March, though. A Congressional Research Service report in September warned federal workers may decrease their spending as a result of not receiving a paycheck on time. And there's fears even a brief shutdown could jolt the stock market and jolt the economy. Every single one of them actually cost taxpayers more money. It increased unemployment. But the warnings haven't changed Congress's growing habit of close calls. On the 51st anniversary of the Supreme Court's uh, Roe v. Wade decision, thousands of people marched in cities nationwide in support of and opposition to expanding access to reproductive care. WTSP-TV's Nick Volturo spoke to abortion opponents in St. Petersburg, Florida. Hundreds of anti-abortion advocates marching to City Hall. Life is precious. 
Women are hurt during abortion. Carrying signs and handmade posters adorned with anti-abortion slogans. It's great to look around. It's just like everyone who's here. About a dozen counter-protesters also joined the march. For women and pregnant people to get the essential health care that they may need. Floridians may have an opportunity to vote on abortion protections or restrictions if a ballot initiative makes it to the fall ballot. A man from Texas has pleaded guilty to kidnapping a 13-year-old girl who was rescued in California last year when a passerby saw her hold up a Help Me sign in a parked car in July. 62-year-old Stephen Sablin has also admitted that he sexually assaulted the girl. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly $750 on average. Call or click today and find out if we could save you hundreds on your car insurance. It's 4.03 a.m. Sunday, January 21st. It's 20 degrees. Sunshine later today. Highs around 30. Good morning, I'm Rich Hunter. The top local stories we're following this hour. It's been painfully cold outside, dangerously so. 7 News first alert meteorologist Mark Pena has some tips for you if you do have to go out early this morning. Temperatures overnight expected to fall to the single digits and teens. And with northwest winds 5 to 15 miles an hour, that means that wind chill values overnight will be closer to zero. So if you have to be outside, make sure that you are layering up. And this is going to include wearing several layers over your body. So some kind of thermal T-shirt, a thick sweater, and some kind of water-resistant top coat. You're going to want to make sure you're also wearing mittens or gloves to protect your fingers and your hands. And this is also going to include some kind of scarf or a knit mask that covers up your face and your mouth and then some kind of hat of course to keep your ears warm as well now this is going to help you out because when windshield values are this cold frostbite can happen in about 30 minutes or less to exposed skin so this is why we're making sure that we're taking this very seriously tonight layer up and also just make sure you're checking on your neighbors and your pets and make sure that they have adequate heating tonight and then of course just make sure that you're being very careful on the roads and get to your destination safely that, again, is 7 News uh, First Alert Meteorologist Mark Penyon. He'll be back with your full forecast in about four minutes. People in Tenley Town, Cleveland Park, Tacoma, parts of Chevy Chase, Bloomingdale, and other parts of northern D.C. are under a boil water advisory uh, through at least later today. WTOP's Dan Runnan with more on what you need to know to get through this. D.C. Water says the boil water advisory means there are conditions in the distribution system that could cause illnesses, especially for infants, young people, the elderly, and people with compromised immune systems. The water utility says this is a precautionary measure and the loss of water pressure may allow fecal contamination and other disease-causing organisms to possibly enter the system. So far, there are no reports of any problems. The contaminated water could cause symptoms such as diarrhea, cramps, nausea, headaches and other symptoms. Tests on the water will be done as D.C. Water continues to investigate. Dan Ronan, WTOP News. Also, uh, more water issues this time in Montgomery County. As you've been hearing in traffic and weather on the 8s, between Garrett Park and Kensington, a water main break has shut down Knowles Avenue between Beach Drive and Weymouth Street. Part of that roadbed also gave way, so this closure could persist for an extended time. During repairs, you can experience low uh, water pressure or no water service. WSSC tells WTLP only a handful of customers are affected by the water main break. They've shut off the water, but no word on when repairs will be completed. 
Stave with WTOP as we learn more. It is 4.06. The weather outside has been frightful, and the sidewalks have been more so to keep pedestrians safe. A Bethesda man single-handedly keeps more than five blocks of sidewalk clear along a busy stretch of Old Georgetown Road. Retired firefighter Richard Hoy uses whatever it takes to keep the snow off the sidewalks from Battery Lane to Huntington Parkway. Yeah, so I used this uh, this uh, snow shovel with a giant wheel on it. Snow plowed from Old Georgetown Road can pile on sidewalks, forcing some pedestrians into the street. So Hoy, a longtime advocate of bike lanes and walkability, cleared snow from his side street and the sidewalks leading to NIH, Bethel Congregation, and Bethesda United Methodist Church. I can't sleep when I see and know that people are walking in the street of Old Georgetown Road. Dick Uliano, WTOP News. It has been a chore for district officials to keep up with this week's snow. When it comes to knowing where to deploy crews for preparation and clean up D.C., uh, relies on one woman. They call her the Snow Queen. As forecasts change, D.C. Department of Public Works employees look to Warnique West here at the Street and Alley headquarters for guidance. I have to be able to have the institutional knowledge to make the correct judgment call on what type of deployment we need. She's been with the department for over two decades. She's the city's first female snow coordinator and is always planning ahead. It's the uncertainty of the weather and what it's going to have. That That's the hardest part of my job. She reacts to that quickly to keep roads safe. Emergencies, right? Emergencies. You never know when emergency is going to happen. It's a mission that's personal. Because not only am I making sure that the roads of the district are safe for the citizens, but also for my family. In Northeast D.C., Scott Gelman, WTOP News. And coming up after traffic and weather, Instacart wants you to sell wants to sell you on their smart cuts. We have more in business. It is 408. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Let's say good morning to Butch Seltzer in the WTOP Traffic Center. Good morning, Rich. Good morning, everybody. In Maryland, Prince George's County, 95 Outer Loop still closed past St. Barnabas Road. We have an accident there blocking the right lane. We're closed due to construction in Marlton southbound on Croom Road between Crane Highway and Croom Station Road. Uh, we also are closed due to a water main break in Kensington on Knowles Avenue, both directions at Weymouth Street and Beach Drive. Construction in Rosaryville between Rosaryville Road and Sherwood Drive. Uh, Bay Bridge is fine. However, the nice Middleton Bridge is under a wind warning. In Virginia and Arlington on Boundary Channel Drive, the southbound off-ramp to 395 is closed for construction. Also in Arlington, one lane blocked on George Washington Memorial Parkway. Northbound between Spout Run Parkway and the Beltway, snow and ice there through the work zone. Uh, 66 and 95 are looking fine right now. In the district, Broken Water Main on 50th Street, both directions between Banks Place and Fitch Place. Go electric the Fitzway. Looking for an electric car? Try the new Subaru Solterra, the Hyundai Ioniq, or the Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go electric at Fitz.com. I'm Butch Seltzer, WTOP Traffic. And now let's go to 7 News First Alert Meteorologist Mark Pena. Temperatures outside this morning are absolutely frigid with single digits and teens as you're heading outside. So if you have to be out there, make sure that you are bundling up and staying warm and putting on some layers. Later on today, a gradual but slow warming trend will begin. We're looking at highs near the freezing mark, which is actually warmer than we saw on Saturday with lots of sunshine. For your Monday, that warming trend continues with highs near 40 degrees with lots of sunshine. By Tuesday, we begin to
begin to cloud up a little bit, but temperatures continue to warm with highs in the mid-40s. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Mark Pena in the First Alert Weather Center. And right now we've got 19 in Manassas, 23 at Metro Center downtown, 21 up in Frederick, and 20 degrees outside the WTOP studios brought to you by a long fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. There's Gina Savetti. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. You probably know Instacart for its grocery delivery, but the company is also making a major push into technology aimed at in-store shopping. Instacart already sells high-tech shopping carts featuring self-checkout. CEO Fiji Simo spoke with Bloomberg. We hear over and over from customers how fun the shopping journey becomes when you're using these carts and how convenient it is. So we really believe it's going to be the future of grocery shopping. Now Instacart is rolling out advertisements on its smart carts, expanding its growing ad business further. We're really expanding into building technologies for the store because what we believe is that customers are not going to shop just online or just in stores. Growth outside of delivery operations could help Instacart offset a moderation of growth in its main business, but it remains to be seen if smart carts in general will see widespread adoption. A partner at the research firm Bricks Meet Clicks tells Bloomberg that most customers are scanning the store and shelves as opposed to looking down at the cart. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Gina Cervetti on WTOP. And coming up on WTOP, after going nearly a month without talking, President Biden and Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu finally spoke Friday. The two shared different visions of what things will look like after the latest Middle East conflict. Daniel Bynum, a senior fellow with the Transnational Threats Project at the Center for Strategic and International Studies, goes in depth with us next. It is 412. LEAD, Law Enforcement Against Drugs and Violence, is the most rapidly growing drug and violence prevention charity in the United States. By using an evidence-based, tested, and proven effective curricula taught by law enforcement and educators, LEAD's school-based anti-drug and anti-violence program empowers children to make the right decisions about drugs, violence, alcohol, and bullying. Learn more about LEAD at leadrugs.org or follow us at We Are LEAD, sponsored by LEAD Incorporated. Are you a family with child medical expenses and looking for relief? United Healthcare Children's Foundation is here to help. They offer medical grants that financially help families cover costs that are not covered or not fully covered by their commercial health insurance. So far, the United Healthcare Children's Foundation has awarded more than 34,000 grants worth more than $70 million. You don't need to be insured through United Healthcare to qualify. Visit grantsforkids.org. That's grantsforkids.org and apply for a grant today. It's 413. Every child deserves the best teachers, facilities, and academic programs to set them up for success both now and in the future. At Milton Hershey School in Hershey, Pennsylvania, we make that a reality for children from qualifying families who are looking for greater opportunities. Milton Hershey School enrolls students from pre-K through 12th grade from across the United States to live and learn on a beautiful state-of-the-art campus with all costs covered. Students who are accepted to Milton Hershey School have access to a top-tier education along with health care, meals, housing, and fully funded career pathways to pursue whatever they're passionate about, from performing arts to internships to coding. Students can even accrue up to $95,000 to continue their education after high school thanks to the generosity of Chuck Milton Hershey and his wife Catherine. Are you looking to set your child up for success or know a child who could benefit from Milton Hershey School? Learn more at mhskids.org/admissions. 
Coming up... When it's freezing inside your home, what you need to know about getting the right repairs done. I'm Kate Ryan. More news in 60 seconds. A gentle breeze blows across your face as you take a refreshing sip of water, appreciating the stillness of another morning fishing on the lake. The distant gurgle of a stream reminds you of days spent playing in the creek, the cool, clear water rushing between your toes. You love this time with nature, the feeling of putting everything on hold to connect with the world around you. Now, imagine it's all gone. No fish, no lake, no water. One of life's most vital resources, irreplaceably depleted. Time is running out to protect fresh water, and without our love, it can and will disappear. It's our choice. Love it or lose it. Help protect our fresh water. Visit World Wildlife Fund at www.org slash love. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. It's 415. I'm Rich Hunter. Thanks for being with us. Now to the crisis in the Middle East. President Biden and Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu finally spoken by phone after a glaring nearly month-long gap in direct communications. They spoke on Friday. Netanyahu has repeatedly rebuffed President Biden's calls for Palestinian sovereignty. Netanyahu said this week he has told U.S. officials in plain terms he will not support a Palestinian state as part of any post-war plan. Joining us, Daniel Byman, senior fellow with the Transnational Threats Project at the Center for Strategic and international studies. So it's no secret that there's uh, no love lost between these two leaders. Um, Netanyahu's in a difficult political position after October 7th, and many Israelis blame him for the disaster. And Pardway's trying to do a shift the issue to the question of, do you trust the Palestinians? And by making this public with President Biden, he's trying to rally Israelis to his side and saying, basically, I'll never let Israeli security rest on the Palestinians. Is this also largely about the trauma the Israelis suffered October 7th, that there's just no way right now to conceive uh, because of the pain that, that so many people are feeling that you would have the Palestinians govern themselves in terms of Israeli security? So that's what Netanyahu's uh, trying to play on. Uh, Israelis are devastated both by the death toll and the atrocities committed. Uh, but they're wrestling with the broader question of who's going to govern Gaza. And they don't have a good answer to that. And the one the Biden administration is proposing is some form of Palestinian rule there. All types of reports have cropped up. I don't have to tell you as you study it so closely. Reports cropping up about dissent within the Israeli war cabinet. What is important for those of us to know who are not looking at it at close range? So the war cabinet's a little different than what you might expect in a U.S. system, where it is often composed of uh, political leaders from different parties and different persuasions. So disagreement is not a surprise. But you're seeing very strong views and very different views on questions of should there be a lasting ceasefire, which is probably the most important current question. And a lot of that's driven by how Israel should um, handle the return of the over 100 hostages that Hamas is believed to hold, where some saying it should be prioritized and others saying the military campaign should be prioritized.
I've talked about the atrocities that the Israelis suffered in early October, and we always want to keep that in mind as we look at the, the whole scenario. But as you well know, the news is still filled with the images of Palestinian children dead or wounded, the situation in Gaza, dire starvation, hospitals struggling just to save a few people uh, if they can. Where is the international community now on this? They, they seem to be very much against Israel uh, in regard to Gaza. Uh, that's absolutely correct. Uh, there was always most of the international community was uh, very critical of Israel for its treatment of the Palestinians, especially in the West Bank. And with the Israeli military campaign resulting in many civilian deaths and the true and, and horrendous humanitarian crisis that's beginning in Gaza, there is a lot of criticism of Israel around the world. What's next? Do we know? Do we know when this thing will end in terms of the military activity in Gaza specifically? Israeli military leaders say they want to continue the campaign for months, but there's a lot of international pressure, and there's the question of a ceasefire is necessary if Israel wants some of the hostages released. So this could go either way. That's Daniel Byman, senior fellow with the Transnational Threats Project at the Center for Strategic and International Studies. A quick look at the top stories we're working on at WTOP. A boil water advisory remains in effect for people in a large part of upper northwest D.C. Stay with WTOP, WTOP.com for more information. And several senior Iranian military officials have been killed after an Israeli attack in Syria. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. Where is now uh, time for traffic? And for that, we go to Ken Berger in the WTOP, I'm sorry, to Bush Seltzer in the WTOP Traffic Center. I'm much better looking. In Virginia and Arlington on Boundary Channel Drive, the southbound off-ramp to 395 is closed for construction. Also in Arlington, George Washington Memorial Parkway is closed in both directions between Spout Run Parkway and the Beltway due to snow and ice. In Maryland, Prince George's County, good news. 95 Outer Loop past St. Barnabas Road. Earlier accident blocking the right lane has been cleared up and out of the way. We're closed due to a water main break in Kensington on Knowles Avenue in both directions at Wayne the Street and Beach Drive. Bay Bridge is fine. The nice Middleton Bridge is under a wind warning. And in the district, broken water main on 50th Street has both directions between Banks Place and Fitch Place closed. I'm Butch Seltzer, WTOP Traffic. Oh, thank you, Butch. And now let's go to 7 News. First alert meteorologist, Mark Pena. Temperatures outside this morning are downright frigid. We have single digits and teens as you're heading outside. And wind chills are even closer to zero. So if you have to be out there, make sure that you're bundling up and staying warm. Later on today, a gradual but slow warming trend will begin with highs near freezing, about 32 degrees, which is actually warmer than we saw on Saturday. For your Monday, sunshine continues to stay in the forecast with highs near 40. And by Tuesday, our next weather maker begins to arrive, which will see some increasing clouds, but temperatures in the mid-40s. And by Wednesday, we're looking at rain in the forecast, but highs near 50 almost guarantees that this is going to be a liquid rain event without any wintry precip. I'm 7 News Meet Aldous Marpena in the First Alert Weather Center. And right now we've got 21 degrees in Upper Marlboro, also in Woodbridge, 23 in Northwest Washington, and now we're up to 21 degrees outside the WTOP studios coming up on WTOP. A school system learns firsthand the cost of mounting lawsuits. I'm Luke Lukert. It's 421. I'm Scarlett Johansson. My family relied on public assistance to help provide meals for us. These meals fueled my involvement in theater and the arts as a child, which fostered my love for acting. The Feeding America network of food banks helps millions of people put food on the table. You can join the movement to end hunger by donating, volunteering, and advocating. 
because when people are fed, futures are nourished. Join the movement to end hunger at feedingamerica.org slash act now. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. No matter who we are or where we come from, we all experience difficulties in life. Military veterans know that sometimes it takes strength and determination to make it through. Whether it's obvious physical challenges or struggles on the inside, it takes strength to ask for help when you need it. I knew that I had to get support, not just for me, but for the sake of my wife and kids. Talking about it has helped me feel more like myself again. Honestly, it was hard to open up at first, but it's changed my life for the better. Learn how veterans like us have reached out for help and hear stories of strength and recovery at maketheconnection.net. There's a story you need to know about. You'll hear it on WTOP. A new study has ranked the safest cars for your teen driver. Breaking developments from Capitol Hill this morning. Several big problems on the Beltway. Looks like rain will be moving in later today. Good news on gas prices may be just down the road. When you want to know, you know you'll hear it on WTOP News. I heard it on WTOP. 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 WTOP News. Facts matter. This is WTOP News. It's 423. In this weather, your home's heating system can be a great help until it stops working. When the temperatures inside your home drop during a cold snap, all you want is relief. You're not really sure what's going on with it. You just know it's not working. Kevin Brassler, executive editor of Washington Consumers Checkbook, says get a qualified pro, especially if you have a gas furnace. There's just too many things that could go wrong. Get a quote, and if the estimate is large or you're told you need a new system shop around and then sometimes they can just get your furnace working at least at a minimal level while you make a decision on how to replace it check to see if they do take credit cards you get really strong consumer protections that you don't get when you pay via cash or check kate ryan wtop news legal fees surrounding lawsuits can mount in a hurry one local school district is learning the hard way Montgomery County Public Schools spent over $487,000 through August of 2023 on legal counsel. The previous fiscal year, only about seventy-five grand went to lawyers. That's over 500% more on legal fees during this fiscal year. The majority of those legal fees come from two cases. One from a lawsuit over the promotion of a middle school principal. At the time, Joel Beidelman had 18 complaints of sexual harassment. Another lawsuit levied against the school system, one from parents claiming they were not notified of what they call sexually explicit books and curriculum covering inclusivity, gender, and sexual orientation. Luke Luger, WTOP News. Sports at 25 and 55. And let's go to Frank Hanran. Baltimore Ravens get two touchdown throws and two touchdown runs from Lamar Jackson. 34-10 divisional playoff win over the Houston Texans. So the Ravens will now host their first ever title game next Sunday. Opponent to be determined, either Kansas City or Buffalo. San Francisco avoids a huge upset getting by the Packers. Late touchdown run, 24-21. NFC will have Detroit and Tampa on Sunday afternoon. In the NBA, the Wizards blow a late lead and lose to the Spurs 